That's 1029 The Hog with Born and Mandy, the afternoon program. And yeah, it's that time of year. Trans-Siberian Orchestra announced this week uh, they will be in Milwaukee on December 26th. Pfizer Forum, a couple of the shows, tickets on sale this uh, Friday morning. Let's welcome our good buddy Al Petrelli back to the show. Al, hello. Hello. Yo, there they are. How you guys doing? Great. How are you? <clears throat> Better now that I'm talking to you folks. Everybody all healthy right. and safe over there. You okay? Oh, we're good. I think we're, so. We're doing fantastic. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, God bless. Good. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like 80-some degrees and mm-hmm. sunny here. So these are good, like, last days of summer here. So we got a good good weather week You know what? Us. Same thing here. It's like mid-80s and sunny. It's like, you know, it's kind of everything non-TSO is occurring today. So. Uh, this hey, should be... random side note. Yeah. So I started shopping at that place, U-Singers, by you, and getting mail order stuff. Yeah? Unbelievable. It's good stuff, isn't it? Oh, my God. Like Everybody in my family is like, where'd you get these brats? I'm like, Milwaukee. See, you know. I'm not telling them where. I'm keeping that one under my hat. But I just want to let you know that, oh, my God, are they awesome. Yeah, there you go. Well, all those years of playing here, and that's right down the street there. So it's like, exactly. you got to you know, you 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 do it there. Well, did you oh, see no, him? I got to do a mail order. Oh, well. What did you, you see him, or did someone tell you about our secret, our sausage secret? Uh, every time I'm in Milwaukee, you know, somebody's talking about him. I think um, our caterer, uh, Chef Mark, usually buys a bunch of stuff from there. And I'm always like, dude, this stuff is awesome. So, yep, you singers got to get it. I'm like, okay, one day I just went online and started buying stuff. In the last 18 months, that's all I've really been doing is a lot of cooking. So, you know. Have you gotten any, have you gotten a, a proficient at something? Did you, did you learn anything that maybe you always wanted to and now had to finally have the time to do it? I got better at playing the piano. Um, you know, we have a piano in our home, so, you know, the girls, my two little kids, uh, 10 and 5 years old, you know, they weren't at school a whole lot last year, so we'd sit around the piano, uh, play a lot of Disney songs. I got really good at singing the Baby Shark theme in, like, mm-hmm. five different languages because of my daughter watching it in, like, Cantonese and whatever, <laughs> you know, goofy stuff like that. Do you find similarities between playing guitar and playing piano? Because I hear that they're supposed to translate, and if you can play one, it's supposed to be easier to play the other. But I started playing piano, and I did not find it easier to play guitar. No, I find both of them really difficult to do. Because, you know, the physical side of it, you know, they're not even related. I just, I find myself when I sit at the piano, I play differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when I'm writing songs, I write differently on the sure. piano than I would on the guitar. So it, it was just, listen, something uh, to do uh, to get me out of, the, the mental funk that I've been in since this whole thing, you know, started back in, I don't know, tw- early 2020. Uh, try to be as creative as I can just to get away from, like, watching the news and getting caught up in all that. So, you know, doing the best we can do in the house. Well, it, then, Al, is the new is some of the new wrinkles, the Christmas Eve and other stories, and Al Petrelli extended piano keyboard solo with some laser lights going in the show? Is that is that is that what we're going to be surprised with on December 26th? Um, no, that was oh. clear or an arena. <laughs> you know, listen, you got Jane and Vitaly playing keyboards. I'm a really good piano player until one of those two show up in the room, right. and then I just walk away immediately. You know, and that would be like me singing. Not going to happen. Oh, you're a good leader, Al, because that's, that's the definition of leadership. When you realize people are better than you at certain <laughs> things, just let right. them let them Play do your it. Strength. Let them do it, right? Um, Al- yeah, listen, was Miles Davis, you know, used to say, just surround yourself with great talent and you'll look better, you know. That's the illusion. I, you know, I'm not all that good. I just surround myself with really good people. Uh, 
Al, you know, we're talking, it's great to be talking about an actual Trans-Siberian Orchestra show. I know last oh year we God, spoke yes, about sir. this time in, in the virtual thing. The virtual show did, you know, did, the live stream did great and that was popular. But certainly, you know, we and you and I know are, are excited to get out there. People are excited that the TSO is coming back again, 12, uh, December 26th. Great day for us here in Milwaukee, uh, the day after Christmas for a couple of shows. So thanks for booking us uh, the day after Christmas. We do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Finally, this relationship has <laughs> paid off after all these right? years. You know, yeah. yeah, well, listen, missing you guys terribly last year. Taking, you know, uh, what we all love so much away from all of us. You know, Paul O'Neill's story, Christmas Eve, and other stories. Are, are, are my family tradition, you guys' family traditions, everybody in Milwaukee's tradition. You know, you don't realize how much you really love something until it's taken away from you. Once you get it back in your hands, you kind of cherish it that much more. Uh, like you had said, the live stream uh, was a great success uh, emotionally, uh, especially, you know, hearing that we sold almost 250,000 of them. You know, that made me know that, you know, Paul O'Neill's work was alive and well, and people, you know, had their celebration, albeit virtually, but we had our tradition kind of intact with all that was going on around us. You know, to shut your front door in the safety of your own living rooms, brush this pandemic off your shoulders for an hour and a half, and celebrate Paul's beautiful work, you know, meant everything to me. And then to know that we got a green light to come to Milwaukee. I'm going to celebrate Christmas Eve and Christmas Day in your beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Hopefully my wife and the kids can come join me. And then to put on a show that we've been waiting two years to do now. I mean, it's going to be a very emotional, special uh, pair of shows for everybody involved on stage and off stage. And when you factor in that it's our 25th anniversary from the release of Christmas Eve and other stories, it's going to make it that much crazier. I, I, I really can't wait. So I know that you want people to go to see, but can you give us a little sneaky peeky? You always come out with something new, something bigger, something flashier, something louder, something brighter. What can we look forward to this year? I have absolutely no idea whatsoever. <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't really find out until I get to production rehearsals in Omaha in about a month or so. Okay. All I can tell you is that, you know, the department heads, the crew chiefs, the laser guys, the pyro guys, they've all been home in their pajamas for the last two years as well. So I can only imagine what they've been kind of designing on their laptops and, and, you know, what they have in store for all of us. So I'll be as surprised as you as soon as I say it. Musically, I can tell you that we are going to do some songs that we've never played before live. We want to make the show really special and poignant for all the right reasons. So the opening of the show will be completely different, uh, as will the back of the show. And then, of course, you know, in the center of the whole thing is Paul O'Neill's work, Christmas Eve and other stories, which I can't believe we're celebrating its 25th birthday, if you will. It went by in a blink of an eye a quarter of a century. So what are you thinking about? I know, well, you're probably not ready for that yet, but if you're going to spend Christmas Eve, Christmas Day in Milwaukee, what do you, you want to do? You're going to get... The kid's going to, you know, have, have gifts to open and what that and do a Christmas. Because kind of, I think that's kind of fun that you're, you're going to be here is, in our yeah, city. Yeah, we do that here. every year. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and listen, you know, i, I got to keep my eye on what's going on. Is it safe for them to travel? You know, what, if there's any restrictions? You know, because my girls are young. They're only 10 and 5. You know, they're not even eligible for a vaccine. Uh, you know, they're masking up in schools and stuff like that. So I want to be, you know, extra cautious with them and, of course, my wife. But historically, you know, they've joined me wherever I happen to be on Christmas Eve and Christmas okay. Day. Uh, they'll they'll get in the day before, and they, uh, there's always a tree in the hotel room, and you know, uh, Nicole and I will put presents under the tree when the kids finally go to sleep, uh, and then we wake up Christmas morning, we have that together, and then when I get home on New Year's Eve, we have the whole family for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So my girls are spoiled rotten; they get it twice a year, and so, rightfully so. So was it weird this past year when you weren't anywhere for Christmas? Were you just at yeah. home? Yeah, it was just home. Uh, it, it wasn't weird, but it was certainly different. I, I, it's been 20-something years since I've had a Christmas in my house. Um, you know, so to wake up on Christmas morning, you know, 
in my bed in my bedroom under my roof was you know very different for me. It was also the first year that I got to watch an entire football season on the couch. Oh, you know, nice. a lot of, but there was a lot of firsts last year. Uh, you know, and I don't want to, you know, make light of a horrible situation. I mean, there's so many people who have suffered such terrible loss with their families and friends, and you know, I mean, it's just a despicable, disgusting uh, pandemic. But there was a lot of firsts for me that you know I wouldn't have had without that. So you know, I, I don't want to take away the focus on how terrible it really was. But in, in you know my household, you know, I learned to enjoy the moment a lot more, live in the moment a lot more, and do things that I normally wouldn't do. I was speaking with Al Petrelli, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, two shows at Pfizer Forum, Milwaukee, on Sunday, December 26th. And uh, one thing through the pandemic, uh, Al, and I'm, I'm sure it, you, know, you noticed that too, I was still amazed by the generosity of people that were still uh, contributing to charities and whatnot. And TSO has done such a great and phenomenal job over the over your run of raising you know over $16 million for charities. Dollar spent for every ticket goes to charities here. Big part of Hunger Task Force here locally in Milwaukee is where... Uh, is where our, 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 our focus is aligned. So um, it, it's got to be nice to be able to get back out there, do what you do, and still you know raise a lot of good money for people that need it. Well, listen, I appreciate you saying that. And, and you know, I'll always, you know, that's Paul O'Neill. Uh, you know, the three of us station many, many times over the years. You know, Paul O'Neill and the O'Neill family, they're, they're just, that's who they are. I mean, ridiculously generous, loving, caring, philanthropists. Um, they just, they want to change the world, and I think they're doing so a dollar at a time, a song at a time, a show at a time. Uh, and this is who Paul was from the jump. You know, when I first started working for him back in the early 90s, we'd be walking through New York City, and every time I turned around, he'd be handing somebody money, whatever he had in his pocket. And he would always tell me, listen, it's not going to change my life, but it may change that person's day, which may give them the opportunity of a better tomorrow, maybe nudge them on a different trajectory. You know, so you guys help put us on the map. You have made us what we are. You have made us part of your holiday tradition. The least we could do is get involved with the community and you just take a dollar from each ticket purchased by your community and put it back into the community and just try to make a little bit of a difference. And that's what the O'Neills want to do. And I think they're accomplishing that. Uh, tickets go on sale Friday morning, 1029thehog.com. Al, so great to catch up and talk to you. And, uh, can't wait to see you around Christmas at Christmas and then, of course, Guys, the 26th. Thank you so much for the time. I love you. I miss you. And I can't wait to get back to Milwaukee. It's going to be an incredible pair of shows. And what better way to celebrate Christmas than in your town? So there you have it. Thanks again for everything. And uh, much love always. I love it. Thank uh, you. Al Petrelli, Trans Siberian Orchestra on 1029 The Hog.